Let us open our Bibles for an opening passage of Scripture to Galatians chapter 4. Galatians, the fourth chapter. I hope that many of you were able to read parts of Genesis chapters 16 and 17 and 18 and 21 and 25 last evening about Abraham, Sarah, Hagar, Ishmael, Isaac, and Keturah, and six sons by her. I'd like us to read, I'm going to read to you in Galatians chapter 4, the last 11 verses of this chapter, because the Apostle Paul with New Testament spectacles is able to look back at that history of those chapters I just mentioned to you and those people that I just mentioned to you and create a metaphor, an analogy of true doctrine. And it's very precious to us and it gives us some liberty as we go into Romans chapter 9 on how to apply the words and verses there to our own case. Galatians chapter 4, follow along with me as the Apostle Paul, under heavy inspiration of the Holy Spirit, is able to take Old Testament history and create New Testament doctrine from it. Verse 21, Tell me, ye that desire to be under the law, do ye not hear the law? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, the one by a bondmaid, the other by a free woman. But he who was of the bondwoman was born after the flesh, but he of the free woman was by promise. Which things are an allegory? For these are the two covenants, the one from the Mount Sinai, which gendereth to bondage, which is Agar. For this Agar is Mount Sinai in Arabia, and answereth to Jerusalem, which now is and is in bondage with her children. But Jerusalem, which is above, is free, which is the mother of us all. For it is written, Rejoice, thou barren that bearest not. Break forth and cry, thou that travailest not. For the desolate hath many more children than she which hath an husband. Now we, brethren, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. But as then, he that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the Spirit, even so it is now. Nevertheless, what saith the Scripture? Cast out the bondwoman and her son, for the son of the bondwoman shall not be heir with the son of the free woman. So then, brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman, but of the free. Amen Amen and amen. amen. Please remember that these are the churches of Galatia. These are Gentiles that were being seduced by Jewish teachers to go back under the law of Moses. And so the apostle here in these 11 verses says, you that desire to be under the law, why don't you go back and read the law? And if you'll go back and read the law, I would like to explain it to you a little better than you've ever understood it before. And that is, those two wives of Abraham, the first two, and those two sons of Abraham, the first two, 
there is a lesson made of God's election and of God's choice and the difference between those of the flesh and those of the spirit. Hagar and her son Ishmael were simply the results of a fleshly idea of Sarah that Abraham cooperated with to create nothing but trouble for his family and for Isaac for a long time to come. Sarah was the free woman, the true wife of Abraham, and the one that had the promise of God that she would bear the seed of Abraham and that his name was Isaac. Now these two things are an allegory. That is an extended proverb or a parable or a metaphor. There is a comparison in these two things, the apostle says, that by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and advanced revelation of the New Testament, we understand something. The city of Jerusalem is to be connected with Hagar and Ishmael. The people that worship in that city of Jerusalem are to be connected with Hagar and Ishmael. And they are to be cast out. We have a new city. It is Jerusalem above, and it is the mother of us all. That is, all elect Gentiles and elect Jews. And as it was in the time of Isaac's weaning, Ishmael mocked Isaac because they were about 19 verses 5 or 18 verses 4 in age. And so it is at this time. Those Jews resent us and mock us as we follow the Lord Jesus Christ in our religion. So the allegory extends to several different features of the Gentile believers in the churches of Galatia. And the Apostle Paul applied it to them. And he said in verse 28, Now we... Brethren, Gentile brethren, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. It is not those Jews in Jerusalem. God has forsaken them. God has rejected them and chosen some of them and chosen some of you Gentiles and made us the seed of promise, the children of promise, the chosen seed, the true seed of Abraham. What a wonderful blessing we have this day, not only for this to be true, but for us to know about it. Amen. Now we, brethren, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. Gentiles, praise his glorious name that God has made such a difference. Verse 29, he that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the spirit. Even so it is now. The fleshly ones resent any effort made and any claim made by those who call themselves God's elect. You go talk about the doctrine of election that God's chosen you before the foundation of the world, and you'll find that those fleshly Christians out there, whether they're fleshly entirely or fleshly in their knowledge, are going to despise you for it. Just go try it sometime, and you'll find out right quick. But what does the Scripture say? Cast out the bondwoman, cast out Hagar, cast out her son Ishmael, cast out the Jews of Jerusalem because their house was left to them desolate. And yet most of the Christian world today is foaming about the rejected ones. It's amazing. And they influence our government. There wouldn't even be a nation of Israel if it wasn't for our government. They would have been pushed into the Mediterranean Sea by the Arabs that owned that property for the last 2,000 years. But enough about politics. What we want is grace. And the grace of God is that we Gentiles are the children of promise. You know what Galatians 3 said, we are the seed of Abraham. 
And if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. It's chapter 4 that just does it a little differently. We're Isaac. And the Jews of Jerusalem and their obsession with the law of Moses were to be compared to Hagar, Ishmael, and Mount Sinai. Bondage. Because Mount Sinai was bondage as much as Hagar was a bondwoman. And we're free. We're free. We've been made free by the Lord Jesus Christ who fulfilled every aspect of Moses' law and of God's perfect justice in order to redeem us. And Jerusalem above is our city. And we worship today. In Jerusalem, we are connected to that city. Paul would tell Jews that the hope of Israel is not a future millennium. The hope of Israel was the resurrection of the dead. Go read about it in Acts chapter 13, Acts chapter 28. This is what we believe. And today, we are connected to our brethren already in heaven, the spirits of just men made perfect. Because we, brethren, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. Thank you, blessed God. We weren't even as close to Israel as the Philistines or Hittites were. We were far removed from them in the isles of the sea, worshiping every imagination of our minds. But God has chosen us and redeemed us and opened our understandings and given us a love of the truth. And we are bound to give thanks. Let us pray. Holy Father, how can we adequately express our appreciation and thanksgiving and blessing and praise for thy loving kindness toward us. Heavenly Father, we confess and admit and declare that if you were merely holy, if you were only just, if you were but righteous, none would be saved. If you were fair, if you were retributive in your justice, if you punished sin without mercy or grace, all should be punished. Heavenly Father, we do not fault Thee for the doctrine of election. We bless Thee for it. For it had not been for Your electing grace, we would have been like the fallen angels in Sodom and Gomorrah without a single soul saved. Heavenly Father, We bless and praise thy holy name. We thank thee that we poor Gentiles, removed and far off from the covenants of promise given to Israel, the covenants and promises made to Abraham, are made nigh by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank thee that he has broken down the middle wall of partition between us, and he has chosen of the Jews and of the Gentiles some to be vessels of mercy, prepared unto glory, and we thank Thee for Thy loving kindness. O Lord, this day we are bound to give thanks to Thee for the differences that You have made among men and for the differences that You have made in our lives. We are bound to give thanks for Your love toward us and having chosen us to salvation before the world began by sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. We thank Thee to understand the death knell of dispensationalism, that we, Gentiles, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. 
That the Jerusalem that counts is the Jerusalem above. That the Israel that counts is the Israel of God. Heavenly Father, we are humbled before Thee. We have no right in our racial or national generation to claim anything in Thy sight. All we deserve is Thy punishment and just judgment. But we thank Thee for saving us. We thank Thee for the Lord Jesus Christ, the true seed of Abraham. And we are thankful that we are in Him by Your divine choice. And we are thankful that You have worked in our hearts where we have laid hold of Him by faith and been baptized in His name. And we are His, and thus Abraham's seed, and thus heirs according to the promise, and thus heaven is ours, and thus eternal glory is our destination. We bless and we praise Thee. Heavenly Father, open to us Thy Word this day. Let us see these historical figures and the doctrine and allegories drawn from them that our souls might be comforted and instructed in the Word of the Lord. Be with Thy ministers in every place and those under their care that today the Word of the Lord might have free course and be glorified and that Thy children might be fed with knowledge and understanding. Heavenly Father, protect your churches, bless this country, and preserve it for the future use of our children and their children. Our Father, forgive us our sins and receive our thanksgiving for everything that we have received from thy hand. We thank you for all these eternal and spiritual blessings that are in Christ Jesus and for all else beside every good gift that has come down from the Father of lights. We thank thee. Be with us now. Without thy spirit, we are cold, we are impotent, and we are unable to do that which we ought to do. And we pray by your power, you will lift us up in the spirit in this hour, that we might sing thy praise, that we might pray in the spirit, that we might heed the word of God carefully, and that we might preach it properly. Lord, hear us to this end. Our trust is in thee. All glory and honor be to thee through our Lord Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen.